Welcome to Living Your Limitless Life. Your host is Carol DeShane, the founder of Connect to Joy. This program is designed to inspire and motivate you to find your best life. Join us on this journey of transformation. Now, here is Carol DeShane. Hello, beautiful spirits. Welcome to the show. I'm Carol DeShane, and my passion in life is to help you find your joy, to release what holds you back, and assist you to quantum leap your journey of self-discovery. I'm an intuitive, certified in life and business coaching, and a Marconic multidimensional energy practitioner and teacher. So if you're ready to start creating that life you've only dreamed of, that you deserve, let's have some fun. And let's get started right now. This week, we're going to figure out how we can find more oneness in our lives, that connection that can move us and change who we are and even the direction of our lives. I found a website with a great article from lonerwolf.com, and it really is interesting. It's about oneness, and this is the definition that he gives. Oneness is an experience that transcends the mind. When we experience oneness, we feel a connection with everything in existence on every level. In other words, we feel at one with all things. So whenever you experience oneness, you pretty much release your worry and your fear and lack and all those heavier vibrational things. And you feel a connection to everyone and everything. And there's a sense of freedom and utter peace and love. And who doesn't want something like that? And the really, really cool thing is you don't have to be a monk in Tibet spending all your time meditating to glimpse the feeling. And once you do, you're going to crave more of that connection and that feeling. So how do you experience this oneness? Before we go any further, let me introduce my guest, Bonnie Russell. Reverend Dr. Bonnie M. Russell is a self-help and spiritual author, minister, and motivational speaker. She's a natural-born intuitive who has been working with healing energies all her life. She's the pastor of the All One Ministry in Castro Valley, California. She's a public speaker and the author of Spirit Flight, Claim Your Joy and Your Health Will Follow, and The Empowered Empath, Become Your Own Shaman, both available at amazon.com. And her course, Becoming Shaman, is online at udemy.com. She is also the owner of Blossom Spring Natural Health Solutions Herbal Remedies. And in her practice, Bonnie provides practical methods to obtain the kind of real joy and wellness that many of us have not experienced since childhood. And she has a special offer for you. I'll tell you about towards the end of the show. So welcome, Bonnie. Well, thank you very much for having me, Carol. Well, I'm so glad you're here. We met under unusual circumstances. And sometimes no matter where you are, you just are attracted to someone for some reason, and you learn more about them as you go, much more than you would expect the connection a lot of times. So that's pay attention right. out well, there. <laughs> that's synchronicity. Yep. <laughs> so why don't we jump right in and I'll ask you uh, how and at what age did you find the connection that you felt enlightened and, and more at one? Well, you know, it's funny. It wasn't until last year during isolation when, oh gosh, I had so much time on my hands <laughs> and thinking about all of the different things that I do, all of the hats that I wear and just meditating on everything. And it finally coalesced into this one fine point. And I just thought, that's it. I get it. I understand. And in that moment, 
It was November 11th. I'll never forget it. In that moment, I was able to understand exactly what now meant. And like you just described, I understood exactly what oneness is. I feel like I have satisfaction in my life 24-7. And I believe that's what we're all striving for. And so I try to help others get there as well. I find it fascinating that it was 11-11 that you had enlightenment. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a special number for so many people. And I can't tell you how many times I look at the clock for no particular reason. And it's 11-11. Yes. It was one of those things, the middle of the night, you know, sometimes you just wake up in the middle of the night and you're staring at the ceiling and you're wondering, okay, why did you wake me up? And so I just pause and go, what do you have for me? And it just was, bam, you get hit with that wave of knowing. That's what I like to call it. And I just felt like I finally get it. Well, and the only time I have felt oneness, which actually lasted a really long time, and it was so cool, it was at something called um, an avatar course. I forget the name of the group that does the avatar courses, but it was an integrity workshop that they had put on. And I went and we just kept going through all the reasons why, why do you do this? How do you act in a certain way? And so you'd be with small groups and everybody had their own agendas, what they wanted to talk about. And you just kept releasing stuff. So finally, at the end of this one day, they said, okay, now walk around when you finish this part, because you're going to feel amazing. And it was like, really? Okay. And I connected. It's like everything. I couldn't think. I couldn't talk. It was just being and feeling connected to everything. And just everything was a wonder. And it pretty much lasted not the same exact way, but it lasted for weeks. I was so shocked it lasted so long. But I, can't, of course, the brain started thinking again. But that was something that, and I hate to say I want to go back and find it again, but I want to kind of connect with that feeling again, rather than going back. Yeah. That moment can be a bridge for you to getting back to that place. When you, all you really need to do is feel the sensation in your body. When you feel that vibration in your cells and you're able to clear your mind. I mean, this is why great teachers throughout all time tell us to meditate because that's what you have to do. So you get those two things in sync. You clear your mind. And you feel the sensation of that bridge moment, and it'll bring you right back to that spot. And you won't have to think, you won't have to say anything, it'll just be. I think that's why, too, if you do it in the middle of the night when you wake up, you're not thinking as hard. So it's probably right. helpful. Right, right. There's no distractions at 3 a.m. <laughs> and I don't know if all women are this way, but I swear my brain goes so fast. Even though oh. I talk fast and try to keep up with it, I never can. I, my brain goes so 24 seven. I mean, it's more like 28 yes. seven. Yes. <laughs> uh, hello. I'm from New Jersey. We do everything fast. We talk fast. It's all, yes, I understand. Yeah. Exactly. I, know. I fit right in in New York when I was there. Everybody goes, aren't you a New Yorker? Where's your accent? Uh, no, uh-huh. but, uh, <laughs> so let me move on now. Um, as a life coach, I see that people tend to dwell on their problems instead of solutions mm which is fine if you're working on moving through issues because you don't want to ignore them, but you don't want to get stuck there either because I find that's more of the problem. So do you see people really dwelling on their problems a lot instead of the solutions? Many people do tend to dwell on their problems and they join support groups and surround themselves with other people of like mind. And it just sort of keeps them in that whirlpool of 
dis-ease or unease, and they just can't seem to shake that vibration. But it's because they're drawing it to them. They're in the middle of it. But some of us are more optimistic. Some of us don't let anything keep us down, right? But uh, some folks really like to complain, don't they? We watch the media, the news, social media, Facebook, everywhere you look, there's something to be upset about if you're inclined. But there are many of us and many more as time progresses because we're in this age of Aquarius now that we're so far past 2012, where we are all starting to cling on to this idea that there's more than just complaining. I came here to have fun. This is supposed to be fun. (laughs) I used to know somebody who I worked with that all she did was complain. And at some point I realized, because it was getting me down, I suddenly realized, wow, I think she's enjoying that. I should let her enjoy that. I don't have to be part of it, but I should let her enjoy where she's at. Because obviously she's wallowing in whatever she's wallowing and it makes her happy to be sad. It's actually a form of cognitive dissonance. It's like you simply cannot accept that there is something better out there. You believe that this is who you are, that your past has formed you, and that you are fully formed, that you are fixed and not fixed, fixed, but stuck fixed, right? And so the only thing that matters in that moment right then, right there for them is that idea that they're a victim. And they get things from being a victim. People will gather around them and say, oh, you poor thing. And so why would you want to lose that? Exactly. It's one way to get attention. That's right. That's right. I think there are better ways to get attention. (laughs) Right. But there's no satisfaction in that way of thinking. When you're able to put that all aside, when you're able to cozy up in a nice chair with a warm mug of tea and just be. For me, that's bliss. I could do that. Or just sit in my garden and just exist, not have a single thought in my mind. That's what it's all about. And just joy, feel joy in every cell. Well, and yet what we're kind of talking about is the law of attraction, because that's what people are attracting to them. But they're constantly in the negative or attaching to other people that are the same way they are at that moment. That's all they get. That's right. Yes. Listen, the law of attraction is everything. We are our own creators. And whether we believe it or not, we create our existence. In fact, if you boil it down, we are the end result of our decisions. So you could say, in answer to the question, who or what are you? I am decision, because that's what my body will become. It will become whatever I decide it will become. It can be sick if I want it to be sick, or if I think it is sick, or if I believe it will be sick. I think you and I were talking a little bit about food and eating something that you may think of as fattening, just that thought alone tells your cells, okay, we're going to put on the pounds now because we're eating cheesecake. But if you could transform your thoughts, if you could rearrange your thoughts and say, I love this cheesecake and savor every morsel of it, then your body will vibrate with that sensation of love and joy and pure pleasure. And you know what? you will not gain weight because it's not what you were thinking about. It's not what you were attracting. Well, and the guilt and the not feeling good about and the feeling like, oh, I got to sneak the food. It's all something that I, it's like I told somebody, they said, well, I'm going to save all the calories for what I love. Mm -hmm. I don't, and somebody offered me cheesecake and I I don't eat cheesecake. 
I never bothered with it because I didn't want to like one more thing that was fabulous, you know? So I said, nah, it's okay. So you don't want it? I said, no, I'm going to save it for something I really love. And then I'm going to really love it. I'm going to really enjoy it. And they went, oh, yeah, well, that makes sense. Why have it? Just because you're offering it to me, unless I feel like I'm going to hurt your feelings and then maybe I'll have it. But other than that, you know, it's that the law of attraction is so interesting because you honestly, people don't believe it because they don't realize what they're thinking. The last podcast, be careful what you wish for. If you are not even realizing what you're wishing for and you look at your reality and you go, how come it looks like this? Think back to what you've been thinking about, because that law of attraction is probably exactly what you're thinking about, either subconsciously or consciously even, or I can't really have this because of that. And all of a sudden you don't have this anymore. You have that. (laughs) You have the thing you didn't want because that's what you're focusing on. It's easy to get a handle on if you look at some of the little things that go on around you in your life. For instance, this patient that I'm with now, she uses her microwave for absolutely everything. She doesn't use pots or pans or her oven. She microwaves all of her food. Now she's 82 years old. She's perfect weight. She's very fit. She lifts weights. She walks. She's in great shape. She's the picture of health. But she believes that the microwave is perfectly safe. Mm. Now, if I went in there and told her, oh my goodness, the microwave destroys all the nutrients in your food, what would that do to her? Her health would plummet. So my role in a case like that is to just be quiet because that's how the law of attraction is working for her. Right? Interesting, yeah. Every one of us believes something about the world that works in the way that we believe it does simply because we believe it. Interesting. It really is. And it's that simple. And when people can wrap their minds around it, you know how to create what you want. And life changes entirely. (laughs) So I know sometimes people are working towards their spirituality or they really, they're meditating, they're doing whatever they want to do in order to get there, but people get stuck. Maybe they feel like they don't deserve it or whatever it may be. What can you say to maybe advice to motivate people to be able to get past that stuck feeling and where they can't connect or they can't feel like they're. Yeah. Number one, meditate, 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 meditate. I know so many people feel like they can't, that it's hard or they don't have time for it, or they just don't really understand what it's all about, but it's just a matter of being still reading books by others who understand these principles, that will help you to get yourself on the path. But it will only take you so far. For me, I wrote two books. I teach classes. I've been doing this in my private practice for almost 30 years, and I didn't get it until last year. It didn't finally come together until last year because I spent the time meditating. When you are able to close down your conscious thinking, all that chatter, and you just allow spirit to come and talk to you either with images or words or aromas or memories or whatever it is, you'll begin to see things in a completely different way. And you'll get the answers to any question you could ever possibly ask. And when that is available to you, you know it's available to you, that's where you find peace. That's where you find satisfaction. And everything seems to come together. I just want to say too, don't let life derail you 
because sometimes we get so busy, we're just running, 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 and you need to take time for yourself. And if that means you have to reprioritize things, have things that aren't as important, look at your schedule, five, five minutes to start with if you have to. That's right. Somewhere where not everybody's going to be running after you. (laughs) You What I teach is when we have an alarm set in the morning to get up to start that busy, crazy day, most of us hit that snooze button, right? You get that nine minutes. So hit that snooze button, but don't get out of bed and don't even open your eyes. Just lay there and do your meditation right in that moment. I have to sit up or I'll fall asleep again. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, you know, it's going to go off in nine minutes again. You're safe. (laughs) But what I do personally, because I was brought up in a Christian religion, I always think of Jesus as my bridge. Okay, because he's the one who introduced me to my spirituality. I don't consider myself a Christian anymore, not in any way, shape or form, because it's a very different thing. But I love Jesus and I know he's there for me. So in the morning, when that alarm goes off, I imagine him in front of me. I imagine being baptized in the River Jordan with him again and again every single morning. And then in that moment, I find my alignment with my source. So it's he who brings me to the river, but then I connect to spirit. And then this might sound silly, but I imagine sitting in an inner tube. Now I'm in the river and I'm in an inner tube and I'm just going with the flow. I'm in alignment with my source. I'm going with the flow and I allow every cell in my body to just vibrate. And when have that going and I can sustain it for a few minutes, then the alarm goes off again and I'm ready to start my day and nothing can go wrong because I decided that's what I wanted it to be. And before you go to bed, the gratitude meditation is always good too. Yes. Oh, and writing, writing out the things that you're grateful for. There's a power in that. How many times have you sat down to write something and You write the thing, but if you keep the pen moving, more things just come out of you and you come to understand in new ways, uh, oh gosh, just about anything. So if you start out saying, I'm grateful because the nice grocery checker put all my bags together just the way I like them. The cold things were with the cold things and the warm things were with the warm things. No matter how big or small your your gratitude is, it will lead to the next thing. Oh, and then I got into the parking lot and this happened and you might not even consciously have thought of it, but because you're writing, you start to do an automatic writing exercise and you could wind up with pages of things that you're grateful for. And that raises the vibration in your body too. And that's what you heal. That's how you heal. Do you find that there are physical changes when people get more connected and Absolutely. more aligned? Absolutely. And in fact, I'm with this patient now who had the knee replacement surgery. She talks and talks and talks, but she's telling me these beautiful stories from her memory. And as I watch her speak, I can see her aura growing. I can see the glow coming from her. So sometimes she'll stop and apologize and go, I know I'm talking too much. And I'll say to her, don't you dare stop because you're healing yourself by being in that place of joy. And it's been a week now since her surgery. Doctor came and looked at her today and said, you know what? 
you're healing really well, much better than expected for someone your age. So she's thrilled. So yeah, and that's just the latest example. I could give you a million of them. Well, and it's also kind of connected to the law of attraction. If she feels that she's doing well, then she's going to do well. 100%. That's exactly right. Yes. Do you find that there are certain benefits that you see from people that find their connection more than others? You're kind of talking about her and maybe the, the physical, but are there other benefits that you see or that you felt yourself? Well, sure. You begin to change the way you think about a lot of things. And it takes a while. We tend to go in cycles. So when you feel like you're on the path, you've got your taste of oneness and enlightenment. And then something will come around like, oh, this is the time that I go to the McDonald's drive-thru every day. And you'll stop and go, well, wait a minute, maybe that's not in alignment with who I want to be anymore. Little things like that will come come up. You'll start to just naturally clean up your diet. You'll start to naturally remove the toxins from your household. You won't want to clean with poison anymore. You'll start using microfiber instead. All of these little things make a difference because if your environment is clear and if your body is clear, then you connect to spirit more easily. You remove all those barriers. Don't you find too that sometimes people react differently to the same situation they they used to react differently to where they maybe they got angry or something all of a sudden things don't bother them as much? I have less yes. fear about things. I just I kind of go, how come this isn't bothering me anymore? This oh this person always bothers some there's certain people that still bother me, but generally yes. it's not as much. It's not as big yes. of a deal anymore. Somebody asked me just the other day. To think of one thing, if you could think of one thing that you really admire about yourself, what would it be? At first, I thought that's a strange question because I don't usually think in that way. But immediately, I thought, I am proud of myself for handling situations well, handling crisis situations well. And it's very much like what you were talking about. If someone wants to engage me in some kind of argument. I'm just not interested. I I won't go there. If someone cuts me off in traffic, instead of being upset at that person and wanting to chase him down and scream, I say, oh, well, he must have an emergency. By all means, you go first. Right? But I'm human because sometimes I will get upset. Of course I'll get upset. But instead of being upset for a month or a week or a day, it's 10 minutes or it's five minutes. I let it run through me and I go, all right, thank you for that experience. Now let's return to our normally scheduled programming. (laughs) Get me back on track. Especially in traffic, for some reason, we're all kind of programmed to get tense when somebody, because it's a little scarier in this giant car, this thing that you're pushing around that going 60 miles an hour, if you're lucky, you're moving that fast on the bridge (laughs) where I'm at. Right. And the person just has to almost clip you to get by you. It's going to create a little bit of anxiety probably, but I have been noticing that I've watched them go by and I go, if you're going to be that kind of a person, be my guest, but get away from me and be in front of me and not behind me. Thank you so much. (laughs) That's right. Oh yes, definitely. (laughs) Yes. Please don't tailgate me. Please go around. Well, let me get out of your way so you can just go right by. And then I'll just look at you and go, bye-bye. Glad I'm not you. Thank you so much. Yes. Driving, I think, is my 
my last holdout. That's the time when I tend to get the most aggravated with people. So if I can focus on being better in that way, and California's tough. California, nobody uses their turn signals. You have to be an intuitive to drive in this state. <laughs> I haven't heard of that before, but it's kind of true. <laughs> Yeah. Let me get, and sometimes I am because sometimes I go, that person's going to cut right in front of me. Oh, and there they go. Bye. And there they go. <laughs> I do it. <laughs> and then thank you. <laughs> I do feel less frantic though, too, as well. Oh, you yes. know, less, less worry, less fear. And I know that a lot of the stuff for the fear has released because I do the energy work with Marconics. And that was a big blob of gook that I was carrying around, mm. I think my entire life. And that was the one thing that helped me lighten up. And it kind of felt like that was, it wasn't a meditation exactly, but when you're, I'm giving the energy work, it's almost like you're meditating for 25, 35 minutes because you're not doing anything but counting. And in the counting, it's quiet. Your mind goes quiet. And I think that also helped besides receiving at the time when I was in class. I mean, there's all different ways to meditate too. You don't have to sit there with your eyes shut. You can sit there staring at a candle and sometimes I have to let the day stuff go by before I can actually meditate. And, and then you have to have the piece of paper so you don't forget the stuff. It's like, okay, let me write this down. And now I can let it go because I can look at it in a minute. Right. Yes. Or you could sit in your garden or you could paint a picture. Oh, not me. <laughs> well, whatever that would be really sad looking. <laughs> whatever gets you in the zone. We all have our own. Yeah, Exactly. Way. And that zone where you lose time, where you forget where you even are and what day it is, that's a kind of meditation too. Yeah. I am looking at my list of things I wanted to talk to you about. And I can't believe we're already near the end of my list. <laughs> so oh. let me go ahead and go with the my last question. Then we can always talk beyond this. But okay. my always my last question is, what are three things that you want to leave people with so they can take away from the show to kind of help them get started or continue even their road to their oneness mm. or their connection? Okay. Well, I'm going to just read to you what I wrote because I think uh, that's going to be the best. So here we go. Okay. Number one, relationships are key. Develop fulfilling relationships with others from family members to strangers on the street. Make every interaction a satisfying one because everyone you meet is another you. We are all one, right? No one on their deathbed has ever said that they wish that they'd spent more time at work. At the end, we all wish we'd stayed closer to the people that we love or that we'd done better by them in some way. You want to have no regrets in this area and your personal satisfaction levels will go through the roof. Number two, Life is supposed to be fun. We all came here to feel things because when we are one with consciousness, when we're on the other side, before we come here, we are pure consciousness. So sure, we have all the answers to all the big questions, but we can't see or hear or taste, touch or smell anything. So we come here, we incarnate so that we can feel the sun on our faces, so that we can eat delicious food and so that we can make love. Dissatisfaction comes only when we have rules imposed upon us by, well, you know, government, religion, or what have you. But when you can free yourself, even if it's in your own mind, in your own life, in your own home, that's where satisfaction comes from. And the third thing is just doing your level best to really understand that you and I are one. So 
if I can have peace and satisfaction in my life, then so can you. Life is supposed to be fun. Meditate, connect to the collective consciousness, and then you can literally just download any information from the collective consciousness. And that's really all there is to it. The way that I do it, I explained to you earlier, before I even get out of bed, I create that bridge moment. I wait till my body is vibrating at its highest frequency before I start the day. That's the third thing. Well, and it's funny because I was writing down, I always uh, add my thoughts at the end after my guest gives their three things, just so that I can kind of come up with, well, what do I think? How do I feel? And sometimes it's kind of picture and mirrors what the person has said. It's kind of funny because what I said earlier, I want to reiterate, just don't get too crazy. Don't get so busy that you can't take the time to be able to make whatever shift you want to make to get more calm, more peaceful, to be able to give yourself that gift, even if it's five or 10 minutes at a time when you can escape everybody in your life if you need to just to be with you. And, right. and then my second one is the same as your second one, pretty much, because it's focused on bring, what brings you joy, what brings you peace, what makes you feel like you're happy to be alive. Yeah. Because when you have that, then you're connected. That's and right. that's, I mean, it's so simple, but it's, we make it so difficult because we get Isn't so busy that? and our mind is just so noisy. <laughs> It doesn't have to be that hard, you know, it is not that hard. And I think that was the greatest aha for me when I finally understood. My second thought was, but it's so easy. (laughs) Why do we make it so hard? It's so easy. It's hard to get out of our own way because we're doers. We do, 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 keep doing, do, do, go, go, go. And you have to go take your foot off the gas for a minute. You don't have to put your foot on the brake necessarily, just breathe. Right. We come into this world, we have just left pure consciousness. So up until the age of seven, we really are still so turned on and tuned in. And it's in those early years that we're allowed to have great imaginations, as our parents would say, until you get to a certain point and they say, oh, you know what? That's not funny anymore, honey. Let's get real. And they sort of deprogram us. If you're lucky enough to have parents or to be raised by people who embrace those gifts and help you to nurture your talents and those connections, oh my goodness, that is blessed. Then you never have to go through that dark night of the soul where you feel so completely disconnected from everything. So I try to tell people who have children, nurture them. Allow them to be who they are without saying, don't put boundaries on them. I want to say, don't put boundaries on them. (laughs) Be who they are. Teach them manners, but let them be who they are. It makes them a more well-rounded person. Right, right. And it's really cool. I'm not sure if you said it exactly this way, but I really do think you need to surround yourself with people that lift you up. Don't go around people that drag you down all the time, because that is something you can actually do when you look, take a little bit of inventory over who you hang out with, whether it's work or play or family or friends. And unless you live with them, you can always be around people less until you can find a better place to be with them from so that you can be in a better place. And then they may be in a better place. 
Right. Right. Some people will just follow that downhill slide that you're on and other people. But here too, this is where the law of attraction comes in too, because we all have those family members that you, you really don't desire spending a whole lot of time with, say around the holidays. But when we go into those situations thinking about, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to spend time with so-and-so, then you're drawing that angst, anxiety, and animosity to you. For me, and here's an example, I had to have a very tough conversation with someone who is in a superior position to me, not my boss, but my husband's boss. I had to have a tough conversation with him. And the day before our appointment, I meditated on his face. I imagined that he was right in front of me. I could see him looking back at me. I could smell his aftershave. I made it as real as possible. He was there with me. And I told him all the things that I wanted him to know. And we hugged and he understood exactly where I was coming from. I made it as real as possible in my mind. And then the next day, when we had our actual conversation, it was a breeze because it had already been handled in the collective unconscious. It had already been handled by spirit. All I had to do was show up and go through the motions. I've done that before too, when, especially when it's going to be kind of an awkward moment, more than slightly uncomfortable, awkward, not so much with bosses, which maybe I should have done that. But I, <laughs> I did it with some friends that I was slightly uncomfortable with what I wanted to talk to them about. And I thought, oh, should I say it this way? Should I say it that way? So I kind of thought up through a few different ways. And then when it came time, yeah. I just sort of blurted something out and it came out very natural and it was really easy. The response was really good. And I said, I went, oh, well, I worried about that for nothing. <laughs> well, you did the homework. You had it already planned. Yeah. And I didn't say anything like what I had planned, but it was enough yeah. where I had put it out there in the universe so that and then it just sort of came. And every time I've done that, which is only like three or four times in my life, it's like, oh, well, okay, then. That but again, of- the reason that works is because we are all one. You're only talking to another part of yourself. We're all leaves on the same tree. Have you ever heard the story, the egg, or watched? There's a video on YouTube. There's several videos on YouTube. Look up the egg. Okay. It's a story about a person who dies, goes to the other side, meets God, and it's just these two people. There's this God and the person who just died. And God explains to him that you are every person that you interact with and shows him a couple of different scenarios. And so he says, so I'm all of those people. And she, God says to him, it's not all of those people. It's just you and me. Are you ready to go back? God sends the man back and now he's an Asian woman. And this Asian woman has retained some of that compassion and sees a homeless person on the bench and puts a coat around him because it's another me. There really is only one of us. We're all fractals of it. And if you can't get compassion from that, I don't know what else to say. That's the bottom line. All one. Yeah. And it's funny if you ever hit that spot where you actually can feel that even for a split second. Yeah, it's really addictive. <laughs> oh, it's so juicy. Listen, <laughs> when my children were teenagers, I used to tell them, oh, honey, 
you don't even have to try drugs. There is no drug, there's no alcohol, no substance foreign to your body that can get you as high as meditation. And the beauty part is when you wake up, you don't have a hangover, man. (laughs) You had this fantastic journey and now you're home, you're safe and you didn't do anything illegal. (laughs) Well, and that's part of the imagination too, that that's another thing you can use. Oh yeah. (laughs) So you don't want to step on kids that way. (laughs) Let them have their imagination. Right. Well, here, let your imagination run wild. Get on my table. Let's do a session. Let's go flying. What do you do? Let's go. You must have a lot of clients. They want to go flying with you. (laughs) I do a lot like this through Zoom or phone and a lot of distant healing and through doing energy healing and past life regression, hypnosis, and cognitive behavioral therapy. That's how I help people to really narrow down what their specific things are, their specific hooks. When you think of like the barrel of monkeys, you grab one and all the rest (laughs) come with. I remember that. (laughs) All we have to do, I feel like my job is to dissolve all of those hooks, disconnect all the little things, put them all in their folders. You're not going to forget them all but you can release all of the emotional attachment to to them so that you can then progress, move forward, get closer to your path of enlightenment. I wanted to ask you before we go to tell us a little bit about your online course, uh, Becoming Shaman. Sure. If you go to udemy.com, just look for that title, Becoming Shaman, you're going to find an eight-week course. And I used to teach this live and in person, but since lockdown, I thought I'm just going to make it available to everyone. So now it's out there. And I think they only have it at like $24.99. It's really awesome when they don't have it on sale. Sometimes it's less. But what you're going to learn is how to connect to yourself. You're going to learn who you are and what your preferences are so that you can discern the differences between your energy and the energy that you might be encountering around you so that you won't take on the emotions of others. You'll be able to say, no, no, I wasn't angry. He was angry. I'm okay. (laughs) Right. Okay. So that's week one. Week two, we're going to talk about meditation. You're going to learn how to do it and why we do it. We talked a great length about that today, so I won't get into it. (laughs) We're going to talk about the anatomy of energy, auras, chakras, how all of this is not only what we're made up of, but how we either attract or repel disease and health. And we'll talk about natural health modalities, herbs, vitamins, nutrition. Then for week five, we're going to start doing the really fun things. That's when we learn what your personal spiritual gifts are with a test that I've developed. You'll take the test and you'll know what you came to this planet to do to accomplish. And then we're going to practice connecting to spirits on the other side. We're going to talk to deceased loved ones or strangers or angels or whoever decides to come through. In week six, we're going to do shamanic healing energy, which is the healing energy modality that I use and teach. And we're going to learn about the importance of ceremony in our modern world. All of these things wrapped up in one eight-week course. By the end of it, it is my fervent desire that you understand who you are and why you're here so that you will have satisfaction and clarity 
and peace in your life. Well, and figuring out why you're here, people have tried to do that sometimes their entire life and they die and they never figure it out. So, yeah. hey, <laughs> you need to go to utomeacock.com. <laughs> and I do have the link in the show notes. So you can go directly from the show notes there if you're interested. And I also have in the show notes links to both Bonnie and my website and YouTube channels. My website is connectedjoy.com and Bonnie's is blossomspring.com. Did I get that right? That's right. Okay. And also both titles for Bonnie's books will be in there as well so that I won't have the link to find them, but you can go on Amazon and the titles again are Spirit Flight, Claim Your Joy and Your Health Will Follow, and The Empowered Empath, Become Your Own Shaman. And the special offer I mentioned earlier, Bonnie is also offering a 25% discount for a personal consultation if you mention this podcast when you connect with her. If you'd like to know more about life coaching with me or intuitive readings or Marconics multidimensional energy, either to receive the energy or to become a practitioner, you can reach out to me either by email or through my website. I think that's pretty much everything that's going to be on the show notes, which are a lot. And did you have something else you want to add before we go? There was one more thing. You don't want to miss out on my YouTube channel. There are lots of free meditations there, guided meditations and some cooking and some other fun things too. It's all there. Home with Mama Nature on YouTube. And I'll have that link directly on the show notes as well. Great. Thank you, everybody, for joining us here today. And I especially want to thank my guest, Reverend Dr. Bonnie Russell. Thank you, Bonnie. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun, Carol. Oh, thanks. It's such a pleasure to talk to you. And I knew it would be the last time we met. And I'll say we met at a flea market. So that's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> Very unusual place to meet somebody that you end up having a spiritual connection with. So until next week, remember, be courageous and reach higher. And remember, transformation is a journey. It's not an end destination. So just be kind to yourself. And if you feel disconnected, you can ask for help and meditate and do anything else that you feel will really connect you to that oneness and that spirit that you need. And you can reach out to either one of us because we both are available for consultations. Remember, just take one step at a time and get that help you need and then get out there and find your joy. Thank you so much for joining me here today. If you love the show, make sure you rate, review, and share this podcast and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Connect with me on Facebook or by email with questions and comments, ideas for future episodes, or if you would like to be a guest, give me a shout out and I'll send you an application. Until next week, remember, you are already enough to have that joyful, limitless life that you desire. Today's gonna be, gonna be a good, good day. You are tuned in to Living Your Limitless Life. Do you want to know more? Visit host Carol DeShane's website at connect2joy.com. Today's gonna be, gonna be a good, good day.